Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Eppard. Hello, glad you could join us again today. We're continuing to talk about the Ecclesia Principle that we call Building a Bridge of Trust. Now, with this, we've had two texts that we've been using for it. Number one is Proverbs 18, 19. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. And the other one is Matthew 24, 12. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Now, I want to look at these kind of backwards this time. You see, love and trust are very closely related. They go down when lawlessness increases. When a, when a person, a society, a group no longer lives by the laws of human interaction. And God's Word, God revealed the laws of human interaction to us through His Word. And they're also observable in life. But they're consistent. God's Word is consistent with those laws of human interaction because God created them. Trust and love diminishes when people depart from those laws of human interaction. See, one of the problems with our society today is when everyone has their own truth, that's virtually saying there are no rules of human interaction. And that will cause trust and love to go down. And with that, that's what we're seeing with our society becoming so splintered is because there is not a, a recognition by and large of those laws of human interaction. And therefore, this person, it's acceptable if they act this way. It's acceptable if that person acts that way. The laws of human interaction are being attempted to be set aside. Lawlessness is increasing. Because of that, love and trust is going down. When that happens, it creates offense. It creates a legitimate offended, not the uh, manipulative uh, type of process. Oh, you offended me. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about where a person is legitimately hurt because of what happened. The lawlessness violated the principles that they know to be right, and that makes them hard to win from that standpoint. And so with that, we've said that that bridge of trust becomes it becomes weakened in those situations. But thank God that bridge of trust can be strengthened. But how do we assess where the bridge is? How strong is it right now? And then what do we do with it where it is right now? And actually, uh, the answer to both those questions is, is the same. It's just applications of you assess it this way, so if you want to strengthen it, then you increase that in an incremental way in the situation. So what we've looked at so far is, number one, keep agreements. Number two, uh, how many successfully resolved conflicts have there been? How often has someone sworn to their own hurt and didn't change? that they followed through even though it created a sacrifice. How frequently are inner conversations revealed? The, the hidden thoughts, how open is that interaction? 
And then, is there a heart for God and for truth? How closely are they tied to God? How closely are they tied to truth? Assessing all these things. Time priorities. You know, is this a person that can't stay focused for more than three days? Or do they have the ability to actually stay focused on things for, uh, for years and work on it? You might not be able to assess how many years at that point. But the bottom line is you assess these things, you can tell how strong that bridge is that you have with them. On the flip side, once you assess how strong that bridge is, in order to make it stronger, you begin to incrementally, not all at once, but you begin to incrementally add in these things, create agreements that can be kept at a level that's consistent with the bridge, begin to solve some conflicts. You might not be able to solve the big one, but start with some little ones. Get some momentum in solving problems. It helps move the trust forward. All of these things begin to incrementally build it into the bridge. Now, with this, starting today, we've got four more that we're going to cover, and we, I need to hit this pretty quick here in one sense. But the first thing, which is number seven, how are family and friends honored? See, the bottom line is, how does a person treat those closest to them? How do they interact? That tells you the strength of the bridge on their side. If they can't get along with their family, you know, they, their friends, it's, it's, they don't have very good friends. Uh, and by that, I'm not talking about the quality of the friends, which that is also a factor. But they just don't have friends. At that point, there's a reason for that because the friends aren't being honored in that. That tells you what's coming from their side. That tells you where the bridge is. How, how do they do in honoring relationships and different positions in that relationship? Family and friends are the ones that more time is spent there. How are those dynamics playing out? that tells you a lot about the strength of the bridge. Now, at that point, let's take it even from our side here. If that is a weakness, then we need to begin to honor family. We need to begin to honor friends. We, we need to make sure that we treat those closest to us right. You know, there's a statement that's been frequently made familiarity breeds contempt. Sometimes we lose sight of the value of those closest to us. We need to make sure that we understand that perspective and honor family and friends properly. Now, number eight, uh, morals and financial integrity reveal the strength of the bridge. Morals and financial integrity. At that point, how, how do they handle things? Uh, you know, it's everybody has financial problems at some point in time, typically. Very rare is that not the case. But what does a person do? If there's a problem, do they wait until the person that they owe the money comes to them? Or do they initiate the conversation and say, listen, hey, this is where I am. They have that communication. If people will be open and honest about their difficulties, 
most people are willing to work when they see that there is an integrity level regarding what's happening. And again, that goes back to our morals, our moral and financial integrity. That reveals a lot about our character. It tells how we will function in difficult times. When there are problems, it tells how we will function. Will we hide or will we come forward? Will we be honest? Will we be clear? Will we communicate or will, will we withdraw? All of that tells you a lot about the strength of the bridge on both sides, how we are, how they are. How is that? It reveals the strength of that bridge. And in that sense, what do you do uh, at the time with the way things are? Well, the bottom line, encourage them and then you yourself begin to improve your situation in the moral and financial integrity. You be that person. You be honest. You, you face the music, if you would. I remember one time uh, a job, that my, my first job that I had, I'd been there a little while and I'd moved into a different position. I was actually in sales and I made a mistake, a big mistake, a big, big mistake. And I didn't realize it at first, but after a little bit, I went, oh my, I messed up on that. And I, I went to the restroom, not because I really needed to go, but I was like, what do I do? And uh, I'm thinking about that, and I'm actually praying, and I'm asking the Lord, how do I handle this? And I can still remember that still small voice on the inside said, face the music. <laughs> and I went, oh, Lord, that wasn't what I was wanting for. I was wanting you to give me some nice way to avoid all this. But he told me, face the music. And so I, I went to the owner of the company, and I told him, I said, hey, I've made a mistake. They said, what have you done? Well, the bottom line is I told them what happened. Uh, they made a call to the other people and stuff. He, he got it straight. Uh, he looked at me and he said, don't ever do that again. But the bottom line is after that, out, out of that mistake, the level of trust that was extended to me actually grew even though it was out of a mistake. Because at that point, what that business owner understood is, is that I would not hide a problem from him. I would not hide it. I would come to him with it. And at that point, the trust level toward me rose. The bottom line, we have to face the music. What is our moral and financial integrity? Number nine, expectations shared, expectations shared. You see, sometimes we don't really communicate the expectations that we have with other people. Because today, again, with everybody having their own truth, it's almost been taught to us that it's wrong for us to have an expectation. We shouldn't be expecting that. They just need to be able to be free to be who they are. No. It's right to have expectations, but it's also right to share them. The level of the load for that bridge of trust, one of the things that reveals it is how much of your expectation have you shared? 
What have you kept to yourself? Are you keeping it as an inner conversation or have you shared that expectation? If you haven't shared the expectations, then the, the load limit of the bridge is low. It, does, it doesn't have a strong load limit. Expectations share. But at the same time, they should be able to communicate to us their expectations. Because what this creates is open, honest dialogue. Open, honest dialogue. Without open and honest dialogue, it's hard to have a strong bridge of trust. So what do you do once you assess that load limit? Begin to share expectations. Now, don't dump it all at once. Incrementally begin to increase how much you share regarding your own expectations and ask them to share those same things with you. What are their expectations? Now, and this last one, uh, number 10, is really just a principle that we have to understand. And it's actually more of a concluding remark than an assessment or, uh, or a, a way of functioning. But it does impact that, and that is this. Love is given. Trust is earned. Love is given. Trust is earned. You can choose to love anybody. God tells us to love everyone, but trust is earned. The Bible doesn't tell us to trust everybody. It doesn't tell us to do that. Trust is earned. And unless we grasp this reality that love is given, but trust is earned, in, in all reality, you're, you're going to blow up your own bridge if you don't make trust be earned. Because you're going to get into situations where, where that trust is going to get blown up. That bridge is going to be blown up because you trusted them beyond the level they had earned. So what do you do? Recognize where your trust is. Love the person, but allow them to earn the trust. God bless you. See you next week.